Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What is it? No, I think you cut out for a second. What did you say? Oh. Hey, buddy. Oh, my God. I said it a little more aggressive than that, but it's probably for the better that you ain't get caught. Yeah, a little too much on that. Uh, It's good to be here. Uh, We we popped up on the podcast. We're doing some makeup work today. We got a a couple of American comics that we did not cover uh, because we fell a little behind, but uh, we're fixing that up now uh, with this episode. So uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs really fast. You could find me at... The Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole on Instagram. Oh, at JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And at NY Chillin with an E-N at the end instead of an I-N-G. Oh, yeah. That's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian's yeah. not here, but I will do his plugs for him. You can find him at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. The dot is spelled out. Uh, find him on that. Uh, and uh, I think he has a Twitch stream, uh, twitch.tv slash it's punchline if you ever want to watch him play video games. Uh, very entertaining boy to play, to watch play video games. Uh, and uh, if you uh, want to send us any suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk to us about, you know, comments, suggestions, whatever you want, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com or follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at newjumpcity and tweet us some stuff. Why not? Uh, the really good chapter of the week poll should be coming soon. Uh, I do have it ready, locked and loaded. Uh, so, you know, it'll be probably on tonight, Monday at the time of this recording. Uh, so yeah, uh, let us know your thoughts. Uh, and between Wednesday and Thursday, we will read them on the podcast itself when we record. Uh, if you want to listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Pandora, Amazon Music, all these podcasting platforms. We are on those plas- platforms. So uh, subscribe there. The audio versions usually come out first. Uh, so, you know, it'll be a good way to get into it. Or if you prefer video versions, please uh, check out our podcast on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share, all of the things. Do the stuff. Uh, yes, please. And I think that's it. Uh, I think that's all for plugs. Uh, without further ado, let's get into the show proper. Crazy Batman. This is this is Batman uh, number one hundred and fourteen. Uh, Fear State. Uh, I think this is what part three or something. Uh, last we left off, uh, the Saint Industries Peacekeeper Initiative has gone belly up. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty bad right now. There's a psycho super cop out there. Uh, so St. Industries' best in, uh, solution is to send another super cop out there uh, to counter uh, all the super cop mania that's going on. Uh, and uh, we open this issue here with uh, Miracle Molly, who's just, you know, doing her machine thing. She's like a cyborg lady, and uh, she's building stuff so she could fight the power. Uh, yes. She's chilling with uh, Poison Ivy. Uh, you know, she's like hiding out in Poison Ivy's lair with her people. 
Uh, with diet poison ivy. Is this diet poison ivy? <laughs> well, you know, she's not her full self right now. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, the diet's not the term. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, whatever. I tried to sound clever. Poison Hold ivy off. zero? I don't know. Poison ivy sugar free? Who knows? <laughs> I like that. I like it. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, they're just like talking it out. Um, and uh, poison ivy's like, you really care about your people, huh? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm building all this cool machinery, you know, to help. Uh, so our politicians certainly don't. Yeah. And Poison Ivy's like, oh, and Poison Ivy's like, I agree, but you know what? You should stay down here with my plants. Plants are the solution. And Miracle Mall is like, all right. Sure. Okay. All right. Anyway. Um, so I guess like so, something like, uh, just kind of like pops in Miracle Molly's head where she was just talking to Poison Ivy about how she could wish, she wishes she could use the mind machine to free everyone in the city. And then it just clicks. She's like, I think I know what Scarecrow's trying to do. I need to find Batman before it's too late. Uh, and, uh, that's when we come to find, uh, Saint, Who's just monitoring the situation as task for uh, task keeper or wait, what was it? Not task keeper. I'm mixing them up with the taskmaster now. <laughs> Peacekeeper. Yeah. Peacekeeper X meets up with Peacekeeper 01. Um, and he has a bunch of Android peacekeepers as well. And they're like, hey, bud, we're here to pick you up. Relax. Don't go crazy and start shooting even more people now. Uh but unfortunately, Peacekeeper 01 is still under the influence of the Scarecrow toxin. And not only that, uh, Scarecrow is whispering sweet nothings into his ear <laughs> about how sure is. about how like Peacekeeper X is like Batman and he's just trying to fuck around and not let Batman be the hero. And uh, then they get into this big fight. He initiates combat with uh, Peacekeeper X. Uh, fucking Simon Saint goes like, lazy eyed his eyes go like this <laughs> way, that way. it is kind of funny how he's immediately like hey, his left eye yeah yeah it was a peaceful situation and he initiates an attack and sam says like you want to fuck that shit kill that bastard and uh yeah man he, that's his own man's too like what the fuck yeah it was great it was crazy um so all these peacekeeper things shoot at uh peacekeeper 01 and they all hit his shield, which seems to be invincible. He just like seems to tank all of them <laughs> with his shield, and then he does like he just like swipes through all of them with his sword. Um, and Peacekeeper X is like, "Oh, well, you know what? I also have a cool science sword, and I'm coming after so you. A so whoa whoa, <laughs> and I'm coming after you now. So you know." They get into a battle. Uh, Peacekeeper 01 is on the ropes. He's getting fucked up because obviously Peacekeeper X is stronger than one. And uh, it's at that moment that Batman comes in and rocks this dude right in the face. Uh, it is not great for him. Uh, he go he starts talking to Saint directly. He's like, "Oh, trying to keep clean up your own mess, huh? Or are you just trying yeah. to destroy the evidence?" Uh, and Saint's like, "I'm a little just." Bit of both. A little, you know, column A, a little column B, you know. Uh, so, yeah, he's basically like, Gotham isn't an urban setting anymore, Batman. This is a war zone. So I've come to use with this uh, aggressive-ass suit that my guy has. 
It's like, yeah, it's that way because you fucking made it to be like... Yeah, this is your fault. You forget? (laughs) You forget how this is all your fault? Um, Sean Mahoney, the Peacekeeper 01, manages to escape. uh, But Batman gets, like, too caught up with fighting the the Peacemaker androids in order to prevent Peacekeeper X from following him. and yeah, he just and Peacekeeper X just gets like fucked. He gets like blown yeah. up by Sean Mahoney uh, and gets sneak attacked, but he recoils with a light cannon and charges it to 100% and just blasts uh, Peacekeeper 01 directly in the face. And Batman's like, What the fuck, Saint? It's like a huge, like Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha blast that explodes out of this building. It leaves the leaves off the surface of the earth, probably. Yeah, basically. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, just like in uh, Dragon Ball Z, where you see it just leave the planet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hopefully, nothing else is out there, right? Uh, cross fingers. <laughs> it never is. Nothing's ever out there. Uh, so yeah, Batman can't really do anything about it because he's surrounded by peacekeeper androids. Uh, meanwhile, Sean Mahoney did survive the blast. He has his face half scorched off it's real gross it's it's like two degrees removed from Whitebeard when he before he died uh it's not great but you know he can't stand after that he is just like on his knees super dying and scarecrow is just like talking shit is like oh wow sean i thought i guess i put too much faith in you i didn't expect you to not be able to tank a light cannon to the face mm. Uh, and he keeps like manip- yeah, he keeps like manipulating him by like saying, like, come on, get up, pussy. I thought you were going to be good enough for this. I thought you were going to get it. And he's like, I can still get it. He summons <laughs> he summons his sword and he jams it into Peacekeeper X's cannon, uh, blowing his fucking arm off. Uh, pretty pretty intense. Uh, I'll give it one of these. Oh, good. Yes, yeah, pretty intense. Yeah, and they both lost their arms. Yeah, and I Sean, mean, this guy looks like he lost the whole right side of his situation. Like, yeah, more than just arm. Yeah, it's not great. His shoulder, uh, possibly part of his side, it's all gone. So yeah, he just then continues to beat the living shit out of Peacekeeper. X. He's like, oh, if you look at this one panel where like Sean is right over him, he's just like, oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> this guy. I yeah, he thought you could beat, beat up old wheelchair Jimmy. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah old wheelchair Jimmy. Is there the fucking he got, arm cyclops? This kid can't What's catch the term for someone the that arm, an cy- arm. Is there like a legal term? No. Oh, oh paraplegic. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. <laughs> I think a paraplegic is more than one limb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not op, yeah, yeah, unoperative. Well, I mean, like non-operative. You, you yeah, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh. Well, this kid can't catch a break, man. He got his ass whooped by Batman pretty easily, and now he thought it was sweet. Now that no, he got his actually, armor. this nigga. Oh no, no, nah. Are you talking about Mahoney? Or are you talking about no, X? no, the X guy. Okay, because I was going to say, Mahoney kind of beat Batman's ass. No, no, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. This kid, he he got, like, he he has the robot arm. So, like, he got blasted by Batman (laughs) when he popped up, remember? Yeah. 
and now he's just getting his shit rocked by Sean. And Sean, as Saint is watching, and he actually starts tearing up uh, at the loss of his most valuable uh, assistant. For I guess. real? Yeah, he's like yeah. crying. Oh, I never caught that. Yeah. You're right. He is. He says, oh, God. <laughs> he's like, oh, I led this boy to his death. You know what? Self-destruct him. And they're like, what? You, what about his body? Both of them today? Yeah, he's he's gonna he's he was planning on like uh self-destructing the Peacekeeper X armor to because the kid's already dead. He's already fucked because he's getting beaten the shit out of him by uh by a super soldier essentially. So yeah. he's a lost cause. And he's like, just self-destruct him, we'll take them all out at the same time. Nigga thought he was so cool on Peacekeeper X. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, man. He thought it was sweet around here, but it didn't work out for him. Uh, okay, so he, they go through with the self-destruct sequence, and it blows up like all the other peacekeepers. Batman barely makes it out. Uh, <laughs> he's like, ah, wow. What the fuck? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I knew you were crazy, Saint, but not that crazy. Um, and he emerges out of the rubble, but that's when Miracle Molly pulls up and is like, Batman... I know this all looks bad, but this is only the beginning. I know how Scarecrow is getting into the minds of people. I know. I think I know what he's going to do next. We're running out of time. As she extends her arm out to help Batman out. And that's where the issue is. You think it's ends. always running out of time. Dang. They're never not running out of time. They never, like, catch it <laughs> right before it gets shitty, huh? Uh, but, yeah, that's the end of uh, Fear State. This was a pretty cool issue i i enjoyed it quite a bit um i yeah, yeah i thought it, it, it's entertaining yeah pretty suspenseful it's, uh, that kid's dead dead like peacekeeper x was barely yeah. a factor he got fucked up it's it's so slow for him man like for real for real i think it's, it's more so incredibly slow i think it's like more of a testament to how slow it is for saint like he's not <laughs> he's not having a great time mm-hmm uh, but not even a little bit. But yeah, the fear state is uh, moving along pretty interestingly. Uh, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I don't really have much thoughts outside of that. I, I it was a fun issue to read, uh, but it was a pretty big action packed chapter more than anything, and I was here for it. Um, so you want to move on, Josh? Or yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. No, no, yeah, I'm ready. The, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> the X-Books. Uh, starting with Excalibur number 24. Yo, you want to talk about lit? All right. This is one of the most lit uh, um, issues of Excalibur. Yeah. And it was so lit that it actually got my VGI. Can we say VGI at the beginning of the American sure, comics? who cares? That's fine, right? Yeah, it's only certified VGI. Yeah, you know, you know what, Josh? We make the rules here. This is our show. You know, we could do whatever. We want. <laughs> right? I don't have to. These arbitrary rules that I created, we created. <laughs> yeah. Flip it at any point. You know what, Josh? You're banned. Going out toes. For breaking the rules, you're banned from the show for two months. You're done. <laughs> you know, you know that's not true, buddy. I can never get rid of you. Oh, all right. Last we left. Very nervous there, bro. Last we left off with Excalibur. Uh, there has been a lot of shit brewing uh, as far as uh, Merlin and his hating ass. 
yeah. The other world is getting sick of the mutant shit. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the kingdoms around it are pretty much over. They've already pretty pre- prejudiced against uh, the mutants as, or witch breed as they call them. But now it's just getting worse. Uh, and wherever Merlin's from, they just keep attacking and they keep sending assassins over. Uh, so I guess like. Captain Britain goes over to uh, Savalith. I think that yeah. Savalith. Savalith. Yeah. Uh, I say Savalith, but that makes sense. It doesn't matter. Potato, potato. Okay. Honestly, I'll call it Savalith. I'm here for it. <laughs> I think it makes sense. Uh, so yeah, she goes to Savalith to figure out what the fuck's going on, uh, and she's having wine with Countex, T- Countex, Obila, and Countex Ascura. <laughs> Who I guess are these just like fancy vampires? Uppity vampires, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, there you mm, go. Yes, they literally say mm, yes at one point. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. I'm like, oh, this ain't Hickman. No yeah. way. Mm, yes, is such a no Hickman thing. No fucking way. No, not not him. Weirdly enough, I like how they're pouring the wine and they're like, "Don't worry, this is just some." red wine it's not poison. looking at that shit like yeah I'm, i know i know i know <laughs> i'm not that racist <laughs> i'm not vampire racist okay yeah <laughs> like you guys are racist as mutants <laughs> yeah they're like whatever we don't like you and we also don't like saturnine and you know <laughs> man we don't like yeah. anybody it seems <laughs> we don't fuck with anybody they talked about how Avalon was like their natural enemies too or something like that. And I was like, oh, really? Like, I guess. Camelot? I, I guess. I mean, you know, I would think most yeah, places... I mean, they're both European things, right? Vampires is like a... Right? Yeah. Transylvania. Trans- Transylvania. I don't think that's... I don't think Transylvania... I'm talking on my ass, bro. I'm yeah. not even going to hold you. Hey, man. <laughs> no idea. I'll tell you what. I mean, you know... It wouldn't be our podcast if we weren't talking out of our ass at some point. Listen, Van Helsing took place in Transylvania, right? Mm-hmm. Right. right. And that's the vampire movie. Is it? Of our generation. <laughs> Van Helsing? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That was a great movie, man. I mean, no, it probably wasn't. I, I watched it was when Blade. I was pretty young. It's, it's been a long time since I've seen it, actually. So I don't, I don't know how well it aged. But there is a Helsing It probably movie. is bad. There's a Helsing anime. Oh, that's maybe that lit. was the anime of our time. I'm I'm basically learning that like if there was a movie I liked in my childhood, it's just bad. <laughs> Is that what you're learning? <laughs> it's re- yeah, that's what I'm basically starting to learn. I'll tell you what, that, that might be oh, true. Oh, yeah. like I definitely, I definitely have movies that I'm afraid to watch again because I know it's probably going to be trash. <laughs> yeah, but you're literally afraid to watch. Yeah. Um. Anyway. After the spicy vampire talk, uh, Captain Britain finally goes and is like, finally, Death will see me. So I guess she's going to go see Death at this point. Cause he's oh, because yeah, he was there. Yeah, because he's been chilling in Savalith this entire time. Uh, and we cut back over to the Crooked Market with Gambit as being, uh, uh, you know, a slimy right. sleazeball. And, you know, he's, I don't know, I guess he's like selling shit off from the regular, from Earth. Selling crack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, he's not selling crack. He's selling a Rubik's cube and like Krispy Kremes donuts somehow and shit stuff. That's <laughs> actually kind of funny. Yeah, this lady stole a pop tart from him. Uh, as you it's see. not crack. It's not crack. It's not a crack pop tart. 
Um, and that's when Jaspers pulls up and he's like, I know I am not seeing unauthorized business in my market. Mm-mm-mm. Gambit tries to weasel his way out of it. And, uh, and Jaspers just says, little boy, there's nothing you have that I want that I can't just create because I manipulate reality. So, you know, <laughs> Yeah, uh, don't don't do it again. This is your final warning. And he's like, yeah, because Gambit tries to say, "Oh, I'll bring you some some British tea or something like that, some English tea." And he's like, first of all, I'm from Earth. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care about. I I know what all that shit is. First of all, yeah. Second of all, as you stated, I can create anything. Yeah, if I want something, I could just make it. Um, and Gambit's like, "Well, don't you care that they're trying to kick all of us mutants out? Even though you are a mutant, you're technically one of us." Aren't you worried about that? And he's like, I'm rich, bitch. I'm not worried about Money. it at all. That doesn't matter. Goodbye. Don't don't fucking do business in my life. I know I'm not going to help y'all. Yeah. Because I have money and y'all don't. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm the magical 1%. There's nothing you could do to me. Uh, so he walks away. Uh, and back at the floating kingdom of Romapolis Regina. Uh, I thought they would be the opposite set of vampires, but I guess they don't care about fairies. I guess not. But True Blood, they cared about fairies. Remember that show? I never watched True Blood. Only wa- I watched it sparingly because you know people watched it around. Hmm. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, um, kind of like how you got into RuPaul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in any case, all right. It was a surprise, and then you end up. Kind of fucking with it. Yeah, I fuck with it. My background on my computer is Joe Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, okay, so Jubilee is talking to uh, the leader, I guess, of Roman Roman Regina. Uh, she's, wait, what's her name? Uh, sorry, I don't want to, like, miss, I don't want to just call her Roma lady. Oh, la- Lady um, Roma. Her lady Roma? Well, Lady Roma. Lady Roma. Uh, and they're talking about how, like, Shogo... No, her name is actually Lady Roma. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw. Um, so th- she's talking to Lady Roma about how uh, Shogo really loves it here because on Earth he's a baby, but here he's a dragon, and this is way better uh, because children are seemingly all-powerful in other world because of their unlimited imagination. Uh, he gets really sad when he's not there and not a dragon. So... I'm like, that cat, babies cry all the fucking time. Yeah. She's really trying to, like, drag her. Like, didn't you see that? <laughs> she was trying to put it in such a way, like, oh, yeah, that's why your baby cries, because they really wish they could be a dragon in this magical world. I'm like, Jubilee, if you don't get your fucking child and get the fuck up out of here, <laughs> I mean, I'm really not going to like you. To be like, fair. Even more so than I already do. To be fair, that's exactly what she does. Uh, she ke- the, the Lady Roma is trying to convince her to leave Shogo there, and she's like, Nah. In a very soft-handed way. He's still like a baby. So I'm still kind of raising him right now. Uh, So I'm not leaving him here. So she just jumps on his head, flies away. And um, we cut back over to the former province of Dryador, where back in the day. That is the name of the area, Dryador. Yeah. Yeah, back when it didn't matter because they got fucking ravaged. So yeah, that's what they're looking around. Uh, they're just trying to see, you know, if there's anybody who fucking took over this land and it's still barren and fucked because of what happened in Ten of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
So what exactly happened there? I remember the when um, the apocalypse's people came through. They first destroyed. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, they walked. And I like how they mentioned it. They're like, yes, the, we boiled their oceans with yeah. their own blood. <laughs> well, All right, Bay. Said it again. <laughs> okay, Bay. Uh, it, and I should mention it's Bay, the Blood Moon, uh, Richter, and Shider Star, who are all here together just checking out um, Dryador. And uh, we cut over to uh, Captain Britain talking to death. Uh, they're having a telepathic communication over what the fuck's going on, uh, who might be wanting to kill them and send assassins after them. Death doesn't really know, uh, but he'll keep an eye out, you know, because at the end of the day, he's still a mutant and his dad didn't sacrifice himself so that he could not help defend mutant kind when time comes. So, yeah, death is a real one. Also, he's simping for for Storm. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. he loves her. Yeah, I mean, hard not to, but she's like, it, it, Betsy is just like, I appreciate you, uh, you helping us out. Storm was right about you, Death. You are a charmer. And he's like, l- l- Lady Storm, she remembered. She mentioned me. <laughs> Senpai noticed me. It's like, uh, yeah, no, I guess it's hard to forget Death. <laughs> Fighting and beating up Death. That's a pretty big deal. I, uh, I would think so. I mean, he... It's so funny because, like, obviously they're just mutants, but he really made it seem as if he was death, like incarnate. You know? Yeah, I mean, he really sold it. I mean, yeah these uh these these four horsemen are just like embodiments of that idea of the four horsemen. They're all just mutants at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, uh, so Betsy leaves. She reunites with the squad, uh, and they're getting ready for the trial of the cap of the false captain's Britain. Uh, they're putting the alternate reality versions of the Captain Britons that are the incarnations of Rogue, Gambit, and uh, who was the last one? I can remember them. Gambit, Rogue, and uh, and Richter. Oh, and, and Richter. Yeah, Richter. Yeah. Jubilee got killed. Yeah, Jubilee died. I guess. Which they mentioned. I didn't. I actually didn't remember that. Yeah. Thanks. It's an assist from the. Uh, yeah. So. Mechanic. So I guess like Betsy gives her opening statement at the whole thing, but it gets rudely interrupted by Merlin's hating ass. He's just like pulled up. Like the other captains, Britain are like, wait, hold up. There's a fucking asshole over here. He's trying to assassinate you. So, you know, they just like pull him up and they're like, and he's like, he's a Saturday. Tell your witches to unhand me. Like, no, you're a bad guy. I don't like you. <laughs> what do you I'm think? not going. To, why are you here? <laughs> This yeah, old, crusty, musty, dusty ass. <laughs> Don't you know that we're trying to have a trial here? It has nothing to do with you. Mind your fucking business. Tell that pussy cut get him in all uh, Hey, don't get in the way of my fucking hate fest. For real. Okay, so Merlin is like, Aha, well, I am not a witness to your court thing, lady. I have brought Arthur, the forgotten king of Avalon, who sees mutants on his throne and is pretty pissed off about that. <laughs> on his throne. Yeah. And you, and you, and you know, uh, and you know, Braddock, well, you know, the, uh, uh, what's the uh, one that could... Oh, Jamie? You say reality, Jamie. You know, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 This is my... I'm wearing his crown right now, probably. <laughs> uh, so, I guess, like, um, 
Betsy commands the rest of the core to protect Saturnine uh, <laughs> while her and the rest of the Excalibur team go to confront Arthur uh, below. And they're basically like, hey, uh, I know you know my brother. I'm the new Captain Britain. Sup? I hate you. Uh, I heard you've been sending assassins after us because your son's a mutant. What? <laughs> and he's like, my son would have been my son, but he wants to be part of your squad, and I don't like that, so I'm going to kill all of you. That's my plan. I'm going to kill yep. all of Krakoa. And if I don't just- remember what the exact... I'm sorry. I don't remember what the exact beef he had with his son was, but he's really making it seem as if the, the issue was that he was a mutant. Yeah, no. The issue is, is that like he'll... If he learns that he's a mutant, he'll want to go to Krakoa. And if he if there is no Krakoa, then he has nowhere to go and he'll stay with his dad. <laughs> you Mordred? Look. Yeah, Mordred. Is that what happened? Yeah. This is what he says. He says, My son would have been my own, another man, a king like me. Since he was since the day he was born, I have known the truth that he would betray me. But never why. But now I know. Merlin can see it. The X in Mordred's blood, like yours. Hey, so what I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting from that is that they had some type of beef, right? I, I, I think Mordred was a bad guy. He yeah, did something crazy, you know, some evil shit. And now he's like, I guess he was always confused why he did that, and he's chalking it up to the fact that he's doing it for mutants. No, nah. and he's like, ah, now this is what it was all for. No, so Mordred. Mordred is literally just a mutant, and Arthur is afraid that he'll just leave and live on Krakoa instead of by his side and take his take his throne. When was that implied? You don't see it right here. He see he says he sees my sons always strange and different to me, coming to love gifts from you invaders more than he ever will of his father's kingdom. I can't have my son because he will go to you. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. right. I, okay. I guess it's a little bit more understanding, but he's still a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> it's like, yo, this is none of your business. It's what your son wants. Stop being weird. Um, so he gets into conflict with the rest of the squad. Um, everybody shows up. Uh, Captain Avalon, uh, his wife, Jamie, uh, Shatterstar, they all pull up and uh, everyone. Captain Britain gives him one more chance to pull to pull out, get out of here. Uh, and King Arthur's like, "No, fuck them <laughs> up, soldiers." <laughs> no, I don't think so. Nine, nine, <laughs> nine. Uh, meanwhile, Merlin is looking on from the window. Is like. Look at, ho, 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 Saturday, do you see? It started, it's happening, your dumb little war. You had your chance. And now, you know what? Most people are actually on my side because they hate mutants. But, yeah. <laughs> but now you've chosen your side. So, you know, everybody hates you, too. So, you know, have fun with your war. You certainly have earned it. As he teleports away uh, out of the grasp of the Captain Britons that were holding him. And uh, the... Issue ends with a big old like battle page going on uh, between the Excalibur team and King Arthur's forces. Uh, this was a pretty lit issue. Uh, I liked it uh, quite a bit. I'm trying to remember if there's anything else that will stop me from giving this the RGC, uh, this VGI. 
Mm, well, sure. It comes down to how you felt about Helen, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. You know what? This is also my VGI. I liked it. Certified VGI. Yeah, I did enjoy this quite a bit, which is a big deal for us because Excalibur has been a very uh, up and down series for us. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's good that it's finding its footing to a degree. Um, I like the... I like the weird, like, inter. I, I guess it's because I'm getting familiar with, I guess, the inter politic political thing that is other world, and I'm getting more familiar with how it works down there. So it's a little easier to get invested in it as opposed to early on in the series where we we're just kind of like thrown into it and we were supposed to know what it all meant. Now we, it feels like we're more fully inducted. So that helps. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm not, yeah, like I'm not missing, uh, yeah. Like, I'm not missing nothing. Yeah. Like, I know everything I'm supposed to. Agreed. It's a very secure feeling. Yeah. Very fun issue. Very into it. Um, but that's all I got to say about Hellions. Uh, not Hellions. Um, Excalibur. You ready to move on? Yes, sir. Well, I mean, I have it on the mind. Uh, it is Hellions, number 16. Um, we last left off with uh, the uh, Hellions team following Mr. Sinister to his lab where he was making kind of his own sinister version of Tarn the Uncaring. Uh, and uh, at that point, that's when Empath uh, made Havoc go ballistic and just destroy everything in the lab, including uh, the last visage of uh, Quanon's daughter that lives in some weird computer cyber virus thing that Sinister had hostage. Uh, pretty sad because the first like couple pages is Psylocke just crying at her loss. Just like, fuck, she's gone, my daughter. Uh, Havoc is broken up too because this whole time he's just been trying to keep it together. He's had like a history of having these kind of episodes before where he just loses control and just wrecks everything and Empath forced it uh, on him again. Uh, and that's when Grey Crow pulls out and he's like, oh, you did it this time, kid. I'm going to kill oh, you so good. Your ass is grizz ass. I don't care. Believe that. Yeah. Um, Orphan Maker is trying to reach out to Nanny, and Nanny's like, fuck you, Orphan Maker. And <laughs> <laughs> Just so mean. Uh, so, you know, she, uh, Nanny has, like, Mr. Sinister, a blade at, her, at his throat when the X-Men arrive, and they're like, uh, what happened here? Um, and basically, that every everything's kind of somewhat resolved after that. They the Hellions are taken back into the Healing Gardens, and they're all kind of vibing and healing and trying to get themselves back together. Um, so Cyclops is talking to uh, Emma Frost, and she he's like, "Man, you really did a number on my brother there. I don't know what happened there." Uh, he's devastated right now. Something bad happened. Um, and Emma explained the situation is that like his outburst actually kind of saved us all because Mr. Sinister was up to no fucking good in his secret laboratory. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it worked out. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, down at the Healing Guardians, we see kind of. A little bit of a repeat of what just happened. Uh, Grey Crow is just like still again swearing to Empath that he's going to fucking come for him and kill him. 
uh, and basically torture him to death. Uh, and Nanny shoes off Orphan Maker one more time, saying, like, I have a little one to look after, you know. Uh, we get this little uh, inter-page thing, like informational page, where uh, Beast reach out, reaches out with uh, Emma uh, about, you know, giving the Hellions a break because they're mutants too and they deserve more. And I'm like, wow, a nice moment from Beast. Who would have thought? That was. Yeah, I was surprised. When I seen it say Hank at the bottom, I had to double check that <laughs> shit like Hank. Yeah. Yeah. I did a double take. I was like, huh? <laughs> well, you know, it was a different. It was a different writer. Well, maybe like because Beast is like, man, I've done some shit. So who am I to judge? You know? <laughs> yeah, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wild Child is following Psylocke, and Psylocke's like, you know, like old lassieing him, I guess, or whatever it's called. Where she's just like, go, get out of here, <laughs> don't follow me. And Wild Child runs away, sad. Kind of made me sad, honestly. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like to see that. Oh, poor kid. Yeah, he's in this, this vulnerable state. Yeah. She's, uh, Psylocke basically goes up to Cyclops and, uh, basically is like, eh, I'm going to quit. I'm leaving Krakoa. I'm going to go, you know, do some good and hopefully get killed doing it. Because uh, <laughs> I don't feel like living anymore ever since I lost my daughter. Yeah, I, I feel super bad for Quanon. I mean, the whole, she ha, I don't know that much about her character to you know to to know if she gives it up or how shifty she might be. I think she used to be a villain. Uh, she worked with Apocalypse at some point, right? Yeah, I'm not mistaken. Well, anyway, um, but she had to keep the crew in check all because Sinister held something over her head. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of stress and anxiety. Yeah. And it's not just like a loved one; it's her fucking seed. You know, it's a child, so man, she's like a ticking time bomb. All of these guys are, honestly. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I could tell she's in a in a rough place. I wonder what's gonna happen next before her character. I mean, obviously, she was just elected a captain, but yeah, she's given up her captainhood so that she could go off and do suicide missions. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, meanwhile, at the White Palace, Havoc is talking um, over what just happened with uh, Emma Frost. And she's basically trying to uh, get his conscience a little more clear. She's just like, you stopped Mr. Sinister from becoming all-powerful. Like, who knows how many lives you saved? Um, and Havoc is still kind of traumatized. He's like, I never wanted anything. I didn't want any of this. I, Psylocke's daughter. I, I couldn't help myself. It was pretty sad. Even Emma Frost is very sad for him where she's like, and she says something she might regret. I don't know if this is like a real thing that they've been talking about, but she seems to say this to kind of cheer him up. And uh, she basically tells him that uh, the count, she's asked the council to reconsider the resurrection of Madeline Pryor, uh, which is a pretty big deal. And I, I'd like to think that like um, the stuff with Gabby and new mutants kind of sparked this conversation. Yeah. For sure. Which is really cool. Um, that's my headcanon, at least, <laughs> that these books kind of inform each other in small, subtle ways. Uh, but, yeah, it, it cheers Havoc right up. <laughs> uh, trauma healed, I guess. Uh, as uh, She kind of, like, uh, shoes him out the door for the most part. 
Um, and uh, at that point, Empath is revealed was also there the whole time, just chilling with Emma. Uh, and Empath is like, "Hey, I guess she blocked him from his from his memory, you know, oh, from yeah. seeing him with his mind." Yeah, with her, I guess, like sensory block powers. Uh, and she, ba- he, Empath is like, "So." Grey Crow and Quanad probably want to murder me. Can I chill here? <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, no, you can live here. I'll leave this whole place to you. I know you've, I know you've always preferred your own company." And um, he 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 smiles it off. He says, "Ha, I'm the only one who gets my own jokes." And um, he kind of gets sad. I feel like he like regrets what happened there. I, like he knew, sure, he knew what he had to do because they got his jokes. Yeah. Even though they hated him. Even though they hated his fucking guts, and he's a, probably the one non-repentant person on that team. Uh, but yeah, he's he's very, he's he's kind of like bummed out about it. Um, meanwhile, we cut back to Grey Crow, who is getting ready. He's getting strapped up. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill him. I mean, like I already didn't like him. I already said I would kill him if he used his powers on us. But now this is serious. He hurt her. So now I'm gonna get serious. Uh, and Wild Child is. Grey Crow not only plans to kill Empath, he plans to like find the cradles and melt his memory backups so that they he can never. Even be if it means, bro, even if it means ruining backups for all of uh, Crackpot and you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, Wild Child is like, they'll throw you in the hole. And he's like, they will. And I'll laugh all the way down. Uh, man. He's determined. I'd like to see him try. <laughs> I think uh, Greg... Greg Crow's an interesting character. I, I actually kind of enjoy him uh, to that extent. Uh, meanwhile, on Nanny's ship, uh, she's playing with the cyborg baby they picked up. And... Uh, the smile. Yeah. Very... I don't like the smile. It's weird. <laughs> It's like a whole like triangle, just like. Um, mm, it is fate. Yeah. Artificial. Yeah, uh, and I guess like the scientist that created that thing, like pops up on the screen and is like Eleanor, and I guess they know each other. <laughs> They're just like Eleanor. I've been waiting for you to get home. I wanted you to see this. You should have never left the right. And. Um, Basically, the, he then takes over the machine, the the egg ship that she has, and uh, is planning not only to take back the baby, the cyborg baby, but also take all of the babies on Krakoa. Well, he's gonna kill them all. Which oh. I think was what he was implying. Oh, yeah. But uh, as that's happening, um, before like they can take off to get that plan initiated. Nanny does the self-destruct thing on the ship, blows it up, uh, and does she kill the robot baby too? I actually don't know. No. Uh... Oh, I guess in the next issue thing later, I see it there. Um, but that's getting ahead of ourselves. Nanny survives the crash, and um, Orphan Maker uh, runs up to her and is like, Nanny, you're going to be okay. And she's like, get off of me. You know, oh no! They launched the baby away. Oh okay, I didn't even I didn't even see that. Oh yeah, you're right. They did. I see it now. Um, yeah, Nanny's pissed off. She slaps the shit out of Orphan Maker and yells at him. And Orphan Maker runs away crying. 
uh, weirdly depressing. <laughs> and um, the issue ends with this little informational quote from Nanny saying, In my sorrow, I broke the boy, but I had no idea what he'd do. As we see, like, the little preview page is Orphan Maker with the little baby thing. So I wonder... Maybe uh, robot. A little cool uh, orphan maker adventure. He's one of the more understated characters in, in Hellions, despite being such a big deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> despite being like the more dangerous out of all of them, uh, just on the fact that he needs the suit to live. So maybe next week, next time, we'll get to see what his powers are. What exactly is holding back and holding him back in the suit? Uh, but. Yeah, I I really liked Hellions. Uh, It is a shame that it's on its way out. Um, I hope that it comes back in some carnation like Way of X did, like, you know, with the Legionnaires and all that stuff. Um, I hope it finds Comic Book Herald mentioned uh, maybe they could have, like, an Exiles. Ooh. Like, that was, like, an old title that used to be out there. But the fact that they have a Sabretooth single, you know, uh, comic coming out, Kind of takes away from that, but we'll see. Why? Because he, you know, he'd be a key person for Exiles since he was literally exiled from Krakoa. Yeah, I mean, maybe he joins. That would be interesting, no? That would be pretty lit. I mean, Wolverine's a part of a team, yeah, and has his own issue, but that's Wolverine. Oh, but that's Sabretooth. Yeah, people love them some Sabretooth. They sure do. <laughs> Two uh, different comics, but right. I'm here for it. Um, yeah, but that was uh, Hellion's uh, very fun issue, I, I think. Uh, I suppose we should move on to our last issue, uh, New Mutants number 22. Um, last we left off with the New Mutants, Shadow King has been uh, making all sorts of mess. He killed Gabby, and they resurrected her. Uh, kind of reinstate, re, uh, reevaluating the no resurrecting of mutant clones rule. Um, mm. that they've been going on. Uh, and we open up with what seems to be Krakoa in flames. Uh, Nimrod is there. There's a bunch of helicopters. Uh, the Yikes. New, the new mutants are facing off against literally every villain. All of them. <laughs> All the villains. And some more Sentinels. And, and the AIM guys coming out of a helicopter because I guess shit wasn't that enough. Yeah. And, Apocalypse's uh, children... They want smoke again? Damn. Yeah, they want a rematch, I guess. Um, right. And uh, they get torn the apart. The gorilla people? I'm, Are they go- I don't know about that. I thought those were Ameth. Are those not Ameth demons? What is this demon guy? Um, I don't know. Is that the devil? Is that Lucifer? I don't think so. Mephesto? No. No, but look at those monkeys. I mean, look at that. Look at the gorillas behind uh, behind oh, uh, Nimrod. Yeah, this is. A, What's are, up with these guys? Are those the science gorillas that we've seen in um, in Inferno? I guess so. Hmm. I mean, yeah. If they're working with, if they're working with Orcus, I guess they do got beef from mutants. Why all these people hate mutants, man? What the hell? <laughs> they're so cool. What the fuck? Yeah, X Men has a robust history of hater. That shit is crazy. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, they get torn apart by all these villains, and um, we see Shadow King's little silhouette in the background saying, "It doesn't have to be this way." 
Uh, we get this. Uh, we then open up with this nice, uh, touching scene where all the kids, uh, go to apologize to Gabby for all of the shit that they've been pulling with the Shadow King, um, and Gabby forgives them. Uh, long story short, it's a nice little scene where they all get together and they're all reunited. Uh, very sweet, very cute. The boy, the kids are back. The kids are all right. Uh, and meanwhile, the older new mutants are talking. Uh with shadow king in his mindscape thingy uh and basically they have this debate about how shadow king is like i know that the humans will not leave us alone so you know i i'm training these children to be stronger and shit and uh they're like no that we don't really do that shit anymore the whole point of krakow is to break this cycle of fighting humans uh we're we're all about just trying to like coexist and just like have our own thing going not trying to get in the way of, of anything in the human world we're just trying to make for us uh right so plus we're already running shit so yeah it's okay yeah it's okay um meanwhile back at um the uh back with gabby the kids that go off to go confront and um i guess call shit off with the shadow king once and for all after all that's happened uh gabby initially doesn't want to go but they're like, yeah, but she's just like, you know what? I'll go with them. I should, t- I should uh, be allowed to tell the Shadow King to get bent for me. From get me. bent. Get <laughs> bent. <laughs> so, yeah, they go off. Uh, you know, they reunite. They're about to go see the Wizard of Oz holding hands, uh, entering the dark forest. Um, and we cut back to the overall debate of... Uh, between Shadow King and the New Mutants. And basically, it's not really a debate because Shadow King's going to do what he's going to do anyway. Uh, there's no real changing his mind uh, because he's always, he's just trying to, like, do this whole predator-prey relationship all over again, like, reinstate that because he sees this nation as too idyllic uh, and he knows that at the end of the day, there's just... The humans will just never leave them alone. They just keep coming. And they have been keep, keeping coming. You know? True. And history shows that everything the X-Men does ends with a pretty intense sentinel invasion where nobody lives. So uh, it's, not a, it's not a good time. It's not just sentinels. Like, he's also showing realities where the brood come in and fuck shit up. Uh, and, you know, he's just like, you'll all learn. Um, at that point, the new mutant kids climb spectacular up. Spectacular art, by the way. They what? Spectacular art, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. Is, Rod Reyes is like it, slamming it out. He's, he's it, it, it may not have been the best issue, but it was definitely the best art of the week. Hands down. No yeah. questions asked. Yeah, he's such a unique artist. You know, like he, he, he does like so many styles in one issue that uh, I really respect. I think it's really cool. Um. So yeah, the kids arrive at the cave. Um, they they start climbing up, uh, and they they see this sh- psychic shockwave, I guess, because they're like, "Whoa, this doesn't feel right." You think they have the new mutants up there? And uh, they go to check it out, and yes, they were correct. Uh, the it ends with the splash page with the Shadow King having a weird, gross shadow thing linked to all of their heads, and he says, "You will all learn." And this is a really Whoa, cool shadow snake. This is a dope ass splash page. Uh, Shadow King has one of the best like villain designs 
I don't know why. Oh, yeah, he's mad cool. Mad swag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, larger, he's like a One Piece villain. He's larger he than really life, is. you know? You know what? That's what it is. It's very One Piece-esque. Yeah. He's got a little, like, goofball to him, but also he's intimidating and scary, and he's... Yeah, he's his, he's intimidating with his aloofness. It's yeah, like he's, he's aloof because it doesn't matter if you're more focused than him because he's just going to win. Yeah. You know? That type of attitude. Yeah. No, yeah. I like this issue of New Mutants. Al Farouk. Yeah. I like this issue of uh, New Mutants quite a bit. Uh, it felt like a very fast read. Uh, and I don't know exactly how I feel about that aspect. I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. I felt like not a, a whole ton happened in and of itself in this issue, but I do like how it ended. It was a pretty effective cliffhanger. Uh, I'm pretty into it. I can't wait to see what happens next. Shadow King has been like a breath of fresh air for this series. Uh, a lot of series are, are getting to that. Like the series that we were kind of mad about are in places where they're like, all right, we're getting somewhere. It took, it only took 22 issues, uh, but, but we're kind of in, uh, well, unfortunately the reason all of them are wrapping up is because they're all ending soon. Are they all for real so, ending? Yeah, man. Pretty soon. Not like immediately, but like, I think Marauders, I would say by like December, January, but yeah. you know, these will, yeah, there's a lot of changes um, coming in December. I think Marauders is still going to go on, but, with a different writer, like a different creative mm. team, as far as I know. I, right, don't know right, right. I don't know what the case is for the rest of the books, but I, I remember seeing Marauder is going to continue to some degree. I mean, with that said, all of these, all of these stories are wrapping up really well. You know, for, for as meh as some of these issues may have been, none of them were ever straight up bad, maybe except for like, a few Excalibur ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> just you know, kinda you can look back. Rad. You can listen to listen back on our history. We've read every X Men comic up to this point, uh, starting from Powers. Courtesy of Chris. I mean, you know, <laughs> and his own one. It it's a team effort. And the occasional <laughs> donation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it, you know, we have if these series are coming in, like the first round of series, if they are all or most of them coming to the end. It's very interesting to see. You know, we had a whole different setup when we started this journey with the X-Men. You know, we were like, it, I had a different apartment. <laughs> it's kind of weird how it's like uh, how a lot of these first-gen Hickman uh, era stories are ending. Uh, Damn, I think when we started the X-Men, we were in doing doing pods in Williamsburg. So it's been to three different places. Yeah. We've had, Four, if you we the had virtual realm. Yeah, we have. Um, we had a different producer overall. Shouts out to Brian Boss. Uh, right, man. Boss. Chef Brian in the house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess this is weirdly nostalgic, uh, but it's a nostalgic time, I guess. It's interesting. I know this is not necessarily over because we're just gonna get a bunch of new series i imagine uh until hickman is ready to come back and and continue on with his plan for the series for for his run of x-men um but i get that he can't wait around forever it 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 does suck that it has to be that way though i get it and i think it's super gracious of him to allow these writers to continue exploring what he's created but also it's yeah. like come on <laughs> yeah let it flourish it's okay i mean as long as as long as Hickman is allowed to come back and he wants to. 
Yeah. And to give a true wrap up. Because it's not like the Avengers run where it was straight up linear and the universe ended and everyone was like on his time, I guess. Yeah. I would say Inferno, he said that Inferno is like the end of the first act of a three act story with the X-Men. So after Inferno, we'll be entering act two. Ooh. Which, in theory, and to be fair to all these other writers, Act Two is traditionally the longer act. So, and then he'll cap cap that one off with a little event, and then it'll go into the. That's cool. That's cool. You don't got to be in the middle. That's fine. Let these other guys shine. Yeah, and when you think so, about it's been it, amazing too. So, yeah, and when you think about it, he he's not been that present. This has this this whole thing has belonged more to the other writers of these other series. As much as Hickman has had like his little sprinkles here and there, but you know, yeah, I think he let it happen because he's like, well, they have some sort of an ownership of it because they've taken real like love and care into all these series. So, salutes to the writers of the X Men and the head of X himself, Jonathan Hickman. Uh, I believe uh, that's all I have to say about uh, this week's books. Are you are you all set, Josh? Yeah, man. All right, then let's bring it home. Thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, man, what a fun time. Um, so I guess like sometime soon this week, we'll drop another episode. So you're getting a twofer this week, you guys. Uh, sure. You can find me at the Chris Espinal, Brian at B.ESP, Josh at JD Cole underscore 37, and NY Chillin, all on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, the weekly really good chapter of the week poll will be up momentarily. So let us know uh, what you think about this week's chapters that we'll be talking about uh, fairly soon. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, please hit us up uh, and uh, comment below on whatever video you're watching uh, or, you know, subscribe, like, all that stuff. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, subscribe there as well if you prefer audio podcasts that come out earlier than the video versions. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes while you're at it. That will be super helpful. And... I think that's it. I think we're done here. Thank you guys so much for listening. And stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out, guys.